Hi, I'm Jaslyn, and if I was a police officer, I would probably like pulling people over in my police car. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ellen, and if I was a police officer, I'd probably just play with the dogs all the time. <laughs> and this is... High Expectations! Hi. Hi. It's good to see you today. Good to see you today as well. Mm-hmm. I like your new table. Jason has a new table thingy. Thank you. It's very, very suave. Oh, there's me moving it now. What? It's very good for hosting our microphone. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's like a little bit higher. Yeah. You know, it's like how you can't get your microphone to go higher, unlike my microphone. Yeah, yeah. I have an inadequate microphone. <laughs> it's a shower. Wait, it's a grower, not a shower? I don't know. Mine's a grower. You're a gr- yours, yours is, is a just, grower. Yours is just... <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> Look, it does the job, okay? Hey! It's how you use it. Yeah, how you, you, how you use it. Okay. We're watching Hot Fuzz because we said we'd watch movies. If you heard our birthday episode, episode, you would have heard us draw five movies to watch this year that we have to review and watch. Mm-hmm. For some reason, we decided to watch the best one first. <laughs> That's actually true. So therefore... Super Jumanji. Well, that, that remains to be seen. <laughs> So we may be doing... Yeah, the, going... the best film remains to be seen. Jumanji. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> we may be going best to worst. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll hear us suffer more as the year progresses. Well, we like to talk about the documentary one. We're like, why can't we have a sexy one? There are so many like sexy documentaries on Netflix. Yeah. We got and ri- we got like steampunk. We got ripped off by the random roulettes. <laughs> And like, was the hardest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of outtakes of us getting really frustrated. <laughs> Full disclosure, it's hard to randomly pick movies if on New Zealand Netflix. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's actually terrible. We're going to have to come up with a better system. I think we should just write down every single movie that's on Netflix and then put them in a hat and then draw them out. That's a way better way of doing it. <laughs> just like, pick all the ones we want to do and then do it. <laughs> Like, we screwed ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, then we could be like, oh, it's randomly chosen from Netflix, but every single movie could be one we want to watch. But no. That's not how we do it. No, we're going (laughs) to suffer for our audience. Yeah. But right now we're not suffering. I feel like if we went from best to worst, the worst would have to be Rock of Ages. I'm so not looking forward to it. It's either Rock of Ages or... Vintage Tomorrow's. Maybe Vintage... I feel like at least from Vintage Tomorrow's we'll learn something. I think from Rock of Ages, we just will wish we had time back. Yeah. Everyone who's seen Rock of Ages tells me it's complete garbage and I'm going to hate it. You're garbage. It's so bad. Even I love garbage. I don't even rate that. Like, I'm not like, it's not even so bad. It's good. It's just bad. Wow. Okay. So it's going to be, it's going to be a riot. Sure will. (laughs) Okay, so our current situation is we are an hour and 20 minutes into Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. I've seen it before a couple of times. Alan, hashtag Alan's never seen. Yeah, I actually thought I had, but then I realized I hadn't. And <clears throat> I think it was because everyone was like, oh my god, it's so funny when, what's his name? Like Simon Pig? Is that Pig? Simon Pig. Yeah, and what's the other guy called? I never remember his name. Oh, it's not... Right, but he's the other guy in the trilogy. 
thing, right? Yeah, so they do lots of movies together. Like, they have Shaun of the Dead, right? They do Shaun of the Dead. And the one with the alien, what's that one called? Um, it's one about the pub crawl, right? No, it's just like an alien. Oh. Nick Frost is the name of his Nick guy. Frost. Okay. I, like, now really appreciate their friendship, but, and, like, the movies they do together. But I don't know, there was just such a big hype when I was at high school and people would put Sean on the Dead on Sean of the Dead on at every single party and I just got over it. And it's not a bad movie at all, but I just was like, I can't be bothered watching Hot Fuzz because everyone's talking about it and it's just, I'm sick of it. So I don't think I ever watched Hot Fuzz except for like the reveal scene, I think. So I know that there's like a big twist coming up and I had like slight inclinations, but I didn't know anything leading up to it. At all. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. So, what do you think is going to happen? Um, so, like, I'm getting the feel that because this village has been voted the least, like, crime rate in all of the UK, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. Um, they are actually maintaining that artificially. So, basically, no crimes are being lodged, pretty much. The Simon Penn character, his name is Nicholas Angel. And Danny is his friend. Um, so he has, like, the top rate of arrests in the London force, which must be insane. Yeah. So he's come into this town and he finds a bunch of reasons to arrest, essentially, a bunch of teenagers. And it all just gets written off. And even Danny, his co-worker and, and soon-to-be friend, is found drunk driving, which is a really bad offence. But then his dad is just like, eh, it's all good. He'll just buy us some more ice cream and then he'll make up for it. Yeah. Lance will be Lance. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, me knowing in the first instance that something's, you know, awry here. But also, Nicholas is always saying, like, not everything is as it seems. So there's definitely a big conspiracy here. And then basically Mm. what happens is, like, a whole series of murders happen one after the other, but they're covered up very poorly as accidents. Mm -hmm. But everyone wants to believe they're accidents because they can't be bothered filling out the paperwork or having any drama. They just want to, like, have lols. Basically, yeah. So I reckon like a whole group of town elders, I have kind of seen the scene, reveal themselves, including the police chief. He's in on it too. And they're all like trying to keep down the crime rate so that they can maintain that peaceful image. But whether or not they're actually covering up for Skinner's murders, I don't know. Or if they're even behind them. The fact that they keep seeing that saying that the previous police officer went mad makes me think that mm. they did away with him. Yeah. Because he just knew too much, just like um, Nicholas does. I think so. Yeah. You've seen it, though. I've seen it, but it's been a while. (laughs) I usually stop once people start getting killed, because, you know, like... It is really gory. So I like the bits where he's like a funny little big city police officer trying to survive in a small town, and there's a lot of laughs. It's very, very funny. Alan has been giggling a lot. <laughs> it's very funny. Especially, like, that bit where it's, like, the swear box, and then everything is, like, blacked out. Like, fuck is spelled, like, F star star K. But then, like, the worst, so-called worst world of all is just, like, written out there plain as day. <laughs> and I just love, like, how English this is. Like, it wasn't me, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me that done it. <laughs> it wasn't me that done it. Or like, what do you want to do? Well, I don't know. Go into the pub. What's really like, what makes this comedic gold is the repetition in it. Yeah. Like it's just that commitment 
to repeating the same jokes over and over, which I know sounds like it wouldn't be funny, but like it's just it's just good callbacks, like it's good comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And also what's really cool about it is that the story isn't really driven by necessarily huge action points or like romance or kind of your traditional like plot devices it's actually driven by like friendship which is really cool yeah there's no romantic interest no it's just two bros being bros (laughs) yeah (laughs) there could definitely be like more women in it but they have like this one policewoman and and she's actually kind of the worst she's the worst character (laughs) she's played by (laughs) olivia (laughs) coleman It's very, very funny, funny but the character is the worst. (laughs) She quite enjoys that she's the only woman. Yeah. So she likes to play it up a bit. Yeah. So the cast of this is amazing. So obviously Simon Pegg, Nick Frost are the two leads. There's like small bits from Martin Freeman, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, isn't it? Yeah, Bill Um, Bailey. Timothy Dalton plays the mysterious potential villain. Olivia Coleman. Yeah, it's full of amazing actors. David Bradley, Stephen Merchant, Adam Buxton. Lots of names that I don't recognise, but <laughs> more British people might recognise. <laughs> Let's bring one in here. Sarah! <laughs> Sarah! <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Alright, love. <laughs> Sarah! <laughs> A serious percent. Alright, love. Cup of tea. <laughs> no, she hasn't. But I was, I said to her jokingly when I was kind of teasing her for being British. Mm-hmm. And I did do a, a fake thing in text <laughs> yeah. about going down to the offie, get a bowl of vino. Yeah. And she thought that was very accurate. Oh, really? Yeah. Has she heard your British accent yet? No, she hasn't. I don't think she ever should, Jaslyn. I think that <laughs> you should just, just keep that one a little secret. <laughs> Jaslyn has what I believe to be the worst British accent (laughs) of all time. It's not the worst. It's certainly not the best. I think what it is, is that (laughs) in terms of a British accent, I think it's quite good. (laughs) But. Yes. (laughs) What do you like? (laughs) What do I like? What do I like? Yeah. The accent is good, I think, but it doesn't match me. Okay. So it's like this weird uncanny valley coming out of my face. Okay. I disagree, but how about we, like, try again and you do the accent and I'll tell you how accurate I feel it is. Having many, many British friends, I'm sure that I will be able to compare. Go on, do it again. I can't do it on a microphone. Yes, you can. Well, Sarah will hear. What? Oh, well. Now that you're under pressure, you just I'll won't be able to do it. I'll see if I can do it. I can always edit this out. <laughs> Please don't. Oh no. Can I edit this episode? No. It'll take me like two extra weeks than it would you, but can I edit it? Um. I must say, this film Hot Fuzz is rather fantastic. I wouldn't mind a cup of tea while we watch it. Perhaps a packet of crisps. <laughs> Maybe after this, we could watch Harry Potter. <laughs> I have been sick recently, sorry. Oh my god, that was so funny. I can't remember how to do a British accent now. What depends what part of the country you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god. I can't do a Scottish accent to save my life. 
That's it. <laughs> it's like that Jamaican woman. <laughs> You know, any, any attempt, <laughs> any attempt is better than... <laughs> Please just, if you don't know what we're talking about, just look up. <laughs> Woman doing Jana- Jamaican accent. <laughs> vine. <laughs> Fucking hell. Woman doing Jamaican accent vine. So what happens is that she, like, is doing a competition or something with her... I think she's in a band, her bandmates. Who yeah. <laughs> cares what it is? Anyway, and then, like, Jamaica comes up as one of the accents. And she, like, can't really figure out what she's doing. So she starts off kind of like, what a... How do you... And then I think her brain just melts. Because she just... She just makes this noise, like... And that's her attempt. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, don't die. Oh, God. Oh, no. Anyway, anyway, to do a, a Scottish accent, the trick is you have to say the name of a city, like Glasgow. Glasgow. Let's go down to Glasgow. Glasgow. Maybe have a. I'm way better than you. Maybe have a, have a pint in Glasgow. 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 <laughs> Edinburgh. I don't know. That one's hard. Let's take the train up to Edinburgh. In that's really good. Edinburgh. 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 Let's take the train up to Edinburgh. <laughs> My cousin from Glasgow is coming you up. Know we have a couple fucking, of pints. You know what's fucking funny? We have the funniest accents in the entire world. How can yeah. we make fun of other people's? They make fun of ours. <sighs> We're going to keep watching the movie now and we'll be back. So we we will really need to open the windows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll Bye, see you guys. Soon. <laughs> Hello again. Hello again. Friends. We just heard a good little song by Supergrass. Oh, okay. Is that what that was? They're the second best band in Oxford. What's the first? Radiohead. <laughs> Whoops. I knew that was going to happen as well. Oh. Alright, so we watched the rest of Hot Fuzz, and I was completely wrong. Not entirely wrong. Nah, it wasn't entirely wrong. But I actually was like, oh, it's a lot simpler than I thought it was. Like, I thought there was going to be a big conspiracy too, but obviously the joke was. It's not a big conspiracy. They're just, like, killing people because they don't like the cut of their jib. Yeah. Yeah, here's some of the reasons they killed people. Um, being a street performer. Being a shit actor. Living in a caravan. Being a juggler. Having a house that was ugly. Having an annoying laugh. <laughs> yep, having an annoying laugh is probably the best. <laughs> For the greater good. The greater good. Why did the flower shop woman die, though? Because she was going to leave town, and then she she was a really good like flower shop woman, gardener owner, and they didn't want her talents to be spread into the next town. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to that part. Yeah, they did explain it, but at the same time, it's like, that makes sense that you're like, why? Because all of the reasons people got killed were dumb. But so dumb. It was actually incredibly disturbing when he goes into the ground and, like, finds all the people that have been killed, including, like, young children. Yeah. And, like, that young teenager from the beginning who was shoplifting. I was very, very shocked by that. Yeah. It's, it, the movie gets 
goes from like really funny to super dark. Yeah, and it's very very gory as well. Too gory. Yeah, too gory. Too gory for us. That's probably why I stopped watching it like halfway through. <laughs> it's very very funny though. I feel like another thing is that if you're gonna watch this film, you need to have watched a lot of action films, which I haven't, because it's kind of mm. a homage. They actually say it's a homage to Bad oh. Boys Two. Yeah, and, and so Point Break. Yeah, so that's what the whole movie's basically about, right? Yeah. But I was like, I don't get it. And Jason's like, oh, he's pointing the gun in the air and going, ah, like in Point Break. Yeah, they showed a clip from Point Break earlier in the movie. I've never seen that film. Neither. Oh, okay. What did you think of the Danny reveal? You were like... I was very shocked and mad and I did not want it to go there. But then that was a twist in and of itself, so... Then yeah. I was okay with it. But yeah, the moment that he turned and like Danny was there and he was like, Danny, no. I was like, my thoughts exactly like, no, Danny, no. you're so innocent and sweet. Yeah. They really do make him into like just a, a doof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a sweet. And he's so nice. And he like, you know, taught Nicholas how to chill. Like Nicholas yeah. taught him how to actually do his job and like get in the, in the midst of the action, kind of like live his dreams. Then, in return, he taught Nicholas how to chill out. In the first, like, third of the movie or whatever, Danny keeps buying Cornettos, which is the signature of the Cornetto trilogy. Oh, yeah. Which these movies are part of. I've never picked up that they always eat Cornettos. Ah. What's the, so, what, what's the third in the Cornetto tr- trilogy? Shaun of the Dead. Hot mm-hmm. Buzz and The World's End. I haven't seen that which one. It's the pub crawl movie I was talking about earlier. The pub crawl movie? Yeah. Oh! I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I should say But it. in each movie, at some point in the film, they eat a cornetto, mm. which is an ice cream, if you don't know. Also, I like how this film is basically just old people behaving badly. Everyone in the village is suddenly packing heat. Yeah. But they do give you a hint about that earlier in the film. They're like, everyone's got guns. Like, everything in the movie is, like, revealed at some point, but you just don't realise they're revealing it to you. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, when someone's about to die, they always make some comment like, oh, I'm just about to pop off. Oh, yeah. Or, Alien like, pieces. if you smashed her head open, who who knows what kind of secrets would come out. Yeah. He'll be in pieces in the morning. Yeah. What's well, dark. Okay, well, I can't find the original post, but I saw a post the other day about Nick Frost and Simon Penn, and I'm sure our listeners will correct me if I'm wrong. But apparently when they were, like, trying to get their start, they slept in the bed together, um, and they were topping and tailing to begin with, but they kept kicking each other in the face, so eventually they're like, all right, we'll we'll sleep, but, you know, turn our backs to each other, because, you know. That way it's not gay. That way, no homo. Yeah. (laughs) But then after a while, like, in their sleep, they'd just start cuddling up to each other. And they'd wake up like, what the fuck? And so after a while, they just started to embrace it. Aww. Yeah. And then the last part of it was, like, all guy friends should sleep in the same bed together and cuddle. And if they end up having sex, then that's great. Because then they want to have sex with each other. And if they don't, then that's great, too. I was like, that is so progressive and nice. Does that mean Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have banged? They may have, but I think that the they haven't. It was just that, like, they don't need to be afraid of it. Because, yeah, they don't want to bang, so they're not going to. Okay. I feel like we're really not taking this episode seriously at all. 
But yeah, the killers make themselves very obvious. But I guess you're led down a path like Skinner is the killer because he yeah. is just so he's got all almost evil proud eyes. of it. But you know, everyone in the town's really flippant about everything, so you kind of mm. get the vibe like these people aren't normal. Yeah, my favorite thing is the bit where they're like revealed to be in kind of a weird cult thing of like kind of the uh, village elders mm. where they decide who deserves to live and die, and their decisions on who dies are like. Oh, they looked a bit dodgy. Yeah. What's weird, though, is that all these teenagers died. But no one noticed. Did the parents not care? I guess, like... Are they dead? Maybe. Maybe the parents are in on it. They're like, yeah, they're a bad egg. Because, like, I feel like another thing that the movie plays with is the idea of, like, justifying doing bad things. Mm. So, like, the whole greater good thing. Like, everyone's basically decided like oh we can do horrible things if we justify it so like saying it's for the greater good to keep the village peaceful by getting rid of all riffraff and all crime doers then it's okay to murder for the greater good it's really creepy but quite effective hmm. and it's quite nice in the end that they continue to fight crime there and he doesn't go back to london and stuff yeah because all oh, the london people come and they're like we want you back because now we look like idiots for not doing enough crime <laughs> Let's go through our basic questions that we used to ask. Okay. Does this film pass the Bechdel test? Um. No. Um, <laughs> the only time two women actually talk to each other. I was other, working really hard. The only time two women actually talk to each other is to talk about Sergeant Angel's ass or his horse. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a time like Doris talks to a woman. But I can't. No, that is only about Sergeant. <gasps> is it a feminist film? Nah. No. No, not at all. No. But the only feminist elements are that he tries to teach them that it's not a policewoman, it's a police officer. And the woman has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, undermines him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but at least there's that message there. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's kind of, like, the whole contrast between, like, the big city ideals and like the I don't know yeah more backwards village is what they're going for there right hmm. so should people see this movie yeah of course do you want to rate it out of seven seven rate it out of seven why apparently it's scientifically more accurate to rate it out of seven is it okay um oh seven makes it hard like if it was a five I'd give it like a four or a three and a half or something but like a seven is like well now you've got six available Five and a half. I feel like I'm going to go for a five out of seven. Which brings it down. So maybe it is scientifically more accurate. Because mm. it's like, when you got a five out of seven, like a five out of seven feels good, right? Like if it was yeah. like a... It's just respectable, it's decent. Yeah. 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 But not like amazing. Still probably the best movie we're going to have on this list. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I will give it a... Let's just give it a solid... Five out seven. <laughs> like it's just a, it's just a funny, interesting film. Yeah, and it's very British. Yes, it's like a British film that wants to be American because they like to pay homage to the American films. Yeah, but it's so charmingly British and it's yeah. small town. It's names. It's like classic British movie actors in it, and the humor is very subtle, and it might make you want ice cream afterwards. Are we wrapping up now? 
We need to do a mail segment. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's time for mail. The mailbox song. Feeling uninspired. But we transition to the mail because we were done talking about hot fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> that must be my worst mailbox song ever. You know what? Can I just tell you guys something? My mom listened to the Use Your Voice episode that Jasmine and I are in featuring our mailbox songs. And I said, hey, so she's never listened to a single podcast episode because I told her not to. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I said, oh, so what do you think? Because it was the first time she'd ever heard a podcast. And she said, and I quote, eh, it wasn't Eminem. Bam. <laughs> I just thought you'd think your mum will love and support you, but she was just like, uh, you know, it's not Eminem. And for context, it was like Eminem came out with some rap against Trump or something and mum was very impressed and she's like, did you listen to it? And I was like, I didn't. And to this day, I still haven't listened to that rap. Do I have to? Since when has Eminem actually been relevant? Like, Shady ain't back. Don't tell a friend. (laughs) I feel like he's an important cultural touchstone. But that was a long time ago. And Rhonda wants to touch his stone. (laughs) Stones. 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 She's down with Marshall. She is down with Marshall Mattis. You can yeah. actually, he was on Tinder, so maybe my mum can actually, Ooh. can you actually track him down? Maybe my mum can never listen to the episode. Sorry, Rhonda. Okay. Mel. Yep. Angela P. wrote back to us. Angela. We read a story about her in our... Oh, did I do? We just bad. No, it was like ghost stories about she had a, she broke up with this guy and she had left this bridesmaid dress in her in his apartment, and it's this big kerfuffle getting it back. Oh yeah. And we were like, Angela, write and tell us why the bridesmaid's dress was in the apartment. Oh yeah, okay. And she did. Oh cool, okay. She says the bridesmaid's dress was at his apartment because he was my date to a wedding and I stayed at his place afterwards. Procrastinator me had never gotten around to bringing the dress home. Ah, oh, I see. Wow. Angela got some. <laughs> well done, Angela. Sorry about the guy being a douche, though. <laughs> Alright, shocking gossip, though, reveal. Yep. Jen from Indoors Woman Podcast let us know. Fun fact. Jake and Mark <laughs> do know each other. They both dated the same girl in high school... At different times. Do you reckon they both just ghosted on her? Probably. What did Mark do? I can't so, remember. Okay, Jake. So Jake was... Was the party one. Yeah. Where he didn't turn up to his own party that his friends, you know, painstakingly organised. Yep. And Mark... Mm-hmm. He missed the Mark. Missed the Mark, I remember that. Oh, did he date Jen? They were friends she thought but like it was like very very cuddly and stuff and like she thought it was something more and then he got really excited about getting back with his ex-girlfriend i try and he took yeah, her so... out to a picnic and then started telling her that he was dating his ex again and was like offended that jen wasn't happy about it yeah but like he's just a nong and then went to the dance and hit on another girl at dance so mark and jake are friends or they I don't not, know if they're friends. friends. They know each other. Or um, they... What's it called? When you bang the same person. Oh, they're like... 
Oh, is there something brothers, eh? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> something brothers. I think it's something other. It's some, it's some kind of brother. Yeah. If you know what it is, let us know. <laughs> right into high expectations podcast at gmail.com. Oh, no. I like how our listeners are now on Google. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called when two guys? Yeah, I was like, how would we girl? phrase that at Google? But it just makes it interesting that our dream of Jake and Mark doing a podcast together or being on our show at the same time is that a little bit more plausible. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Okay. We have some reviews. I'm now reading a good review. It's got five stars. It must be good. These ladies are awesome. Not only are Jaslyn and Ellen the sweetest humans and always willing to give advice on to other casters, they are funny, personable, and easy to listen to. I love that they talk about fun, chill things, but still call out sexism and are so welcoming. A plus listen. Super serious social justice podcast. Yay. Is it Olivia? It's Olivia. Oh, yay! Thanks, Olivia. It's Olivia. <laughs> Okay. Learned what ghosting means. <laughs> we educate. Okay. Um, by Brodet Nation. First of all, I love these ladies' accents. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Second, I've ghosted people and have been ghosted, but I never understood what it meant. I was dying listening to the, their experiences in the ghosting. Um, I enjoyed listening to the hosts, and I love the way that they're members of the hashtag Lady Pod Squad. Lady Pod Squad. Thanks, Braided Nation. <laughs> Thanks, Braided Nation. <sighs> On the subject of accents, one thing about my New Zealand accent that Sarah gets confused about yeah. is whenever I say I mention new Alan, mm-hmm. she always thinks I'm talking about a guy called Alan. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her that no... Alan and Alan. Mm-hmm. But then she decided that Alan Man was some kind of like really low key superhero, <laughs> common man. How does she say it? Ellen. Well, she, well, I think she Ilan. just says it like Alan. 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 That's how they say Alan, isn't it? Yeah, Alan. 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 That's it. Alan. Alan. That, that's the, yeah. that's quite Al- pronounced difference. Al. Yeah. You can ask her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But then, like, we're just like, Ellen and Ellen. <laughs> yeah. Ellen and Ellen. Ellen and Ellen. Ellen and Ellen, which is, like, the same. And when sometimes when people talk about a man called Ellen, I'm like, are they talking about me? I do make the <laughs> distinction between the two names, but it is quite subtle, I do admit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. We get My parents here. call me Ellen. Ellen. It's because you're so Ellen. Ellen. Is that they when they're mad at me they're always like Ellen, 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 Ellen. <laughs> Apparently it's how like like older generations pronounce it. Oh. And sometimes I'm like, hi, I'm Ellen, and they're like, sorry, and I'm like, I'm Ellen, and they're like, oh, Ellen, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ow, <laughs> ow, get away from me. But everyone, people pronounce it Ellen, like like the Ellen show. Yeah, Ellen. I don't know what's wrong with people. I don't know either. Like, it gives me a big crisis. I'm like, have I spent my entire life pronouncing my own name wrong? I wish I had a name like yours, Jazz. Like, how can you pronounce Jazlyn wrong? Unless you say Jasmine like every person. (laughs) (sighs) 
No, actually, I don't wish I had your name because you're always like, hi, I'm Jaslyn. And they're like, Jasmine? And you're like, no, Jaslyn. they're like, Janet? Yeah. <laughs> hi, I'm Jazz. Oh, hi, Jess. Oh, no. And you're like, fuck my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Bye, Bye everyone. I'm going to fuck off out of here now. <laughs> Too hot. Hi, this is Jasmine from a podcast called Jasmine Ad Nauseum. Thanks so much for listening to High Expectations. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Do you have any comments or questions? You can send those in an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on a post. Find these wonderful women on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectation Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. Show your support by subscribing on iTunes, following them on SoundCloud. You can also subscribe and listen on Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Have a great week. Bye. Have you seen Bad Boys? I've seen Bad Boys. I don't know that I've seen Bad Boys too. Did you find out what they're going to do when they come for you? <laughs> Fucking hell. Also, shout out to Sandra. I wonder yeah. if she's listening to this Hi, Sandra. <laughs> Hi, I'm April. And I'm Steph. And we're from The Thirst Podcast. Do you like pop culture news, reviews and discussion? Have you ever ventured into the world of celebrity fan accounts on Instagram? Do you also admit to a reading erotic fan fiction as a teenager or even as an adult? Can you list at least five of Harry Styles' questionable tattoos? Then we're we're the the podcast podcast for you! Every few weeks we get together and talk about what we're enjoying or what we're looking forward to in the world of TV, film, music and more. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher by searching for The Thirst Podcast. And you can also find us over on Twitter at The Thirst or on Instagram at The Thirst Pod. Listen to an episode and let us know what you think. Bye. Bye.